Coming up, we are going to talk about the worst changes made to attractions uh, throughout time at Universal Studios Florida from our homes in and around Central Florida. This is the Universal Edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is episode 256 of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. The Diz Unplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect universal vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm your host, Craig Williams. Today, I'm joined alongside by my co-host, Rhino. Hello. And we've got a fun episode for you. So maybe you watched last week's episode or listened to it where we talked about some of the, uh, the best changes made to Universal Studios Florida attractions. And, uh, now this week we're going to talk about the worst changes, the ones where it's like, you, you took that attraction that was there and you turned it into that piece of flaming hot garbage. And Diarrhea. Di- yeah, you changed. You took that lovely, it, that lovely stew, that big hearty beef Guinness stew, and you turned it into diarrhea. How dare you? How dare you? But uh, that's. I mean, that's what. That's what we're going to talk about in this one. Uh, we're going to have some some wild opinions here and there. You know, a little bit controversial, probably at times, just like last week's. Actually, right now, when we're recording this episode, we haven't released last week's yet. So I don't know if some of the choices we made in that one, if they ended up being controversial or not. But I'm sure some of the ones here will end up being controversial. And uh, yeah, that's just that's how we roll controversy all the time so hey and maybe even uh before this is released you're gonna see us with a complete different outfit change in it because something came up in between now and then but that's just how we uh play the game right now we never know what's gonna change we never know where the wind's gonna blow and we just keep blowing with it okay (laughs) yeah I'm not going to change that. I'm going to stick by every word. But this is going to be a fun conversation. So uh, I I think we should just jump right into it and get going. So our first up, in terms of worst changes made over the years at Universal Studios Florida. Well, we'll talk. I'll I'll introduce it this way. Uh, The inevitable attraction that we got from this location, this area, is now the home of Shrek 4D. But before that came a little attraction called Alfred Hitchcock, The Art of Making Movies. Now, Mm. what? No, I I agree. It makes me sad. Yeah. it. uh, So I, I don't think we really have to beat around in the bush on this one in terms of our thoughts and feelings for Shrek 4D. Uh, Did you say beat around in the bush? Beat, just beat around the bush. Oh, beat around. Okay. I was yeah. going to say, you know, you beat people outside of the bush, not in the bush. But, yeah. I mean, I can beat people wherever I want. Uh, <laughs> not right now, though, because I'm maintaining at least six feet of distance. So I'm not, <laughs> I don't have any sticks long enough to beat people. Uh, I've seen that episode of Friends. I know what you're doing with those leftover chopsticks. Yeah, we're making a poking device. (laughs) So, But unfortunately, that still wouldn't beat someone. That would just poke them (laughs) to make sure that they're alive. Get away from me. 
yeah, exactly. But uh, not beaten around the bush here on my feelings for Trek 40, and I don't think you will either. I hate this attraction. I think my favorite... My favorite part of the year with this attraction is when they're like, you know what? We know how worthless this space is. Let's take one theater and let's convert it and use it for a Halloween Horror Nights house. And (laughs) then even then, we still can't justify this attraction being worthwhile to be here. But uh, and, and I always say with this one, I think it's not even necessarily the attraction itself. I think the movie's kind of funny. I think the pre-show is great. I think there's some really great theming in the queue with the Disney attraction poster style that they have. And then even even the theming inside makes you feel like you're in the world of Shrek. Uh, it's It's more or less that I hate that if you have the original DVD of Shrek that released, that you mm. can watch this at home any point in time. That, like... The fact that it's still a theme park attraction when it's basically just a special feature and nothing more, something's kind of messed up about that. Yeah, it loses that whole like exclusivity thing. Like makes it a little less special. It, it absolutely does. And so here's here's the only issue that I can really say with with the decision and this being a worse change. And that's that I actually haven't I I never experienced Alfred Hitchcock, The Art of Making Movies. So this was obviously gone way, way, way before my time. And Rhino, I'm assuming you never you never experienced I, it either. I can't remember it really. Like, I have a vague, like, I remember when stuff was up there for it, but it was also, my mom also thinks of Psycho as being, like, a really terrifying movie. So I don't know that she would have brought us into that attraction when we were at Universal. Yeah. But she did bring us on Jaws, so I don't know. I just don't I, – I don't – I can't remember it, really. Yeah, and the hard part with it is that, you know, it obviously Shrek was a theater. Um, the the art of making movies was also a – you know, it was, it was a movie. So I guess it really, in, in my opinion, it just comes down to what – what is the better? What is, what is the lesser of the evils? I Alfred Hitchcock is undeniably one of the greatest directors mm-hmm. in motion picture history. And so even though the the whole area of Universal Studios Florida has, has changed from showing the making of the movies to immersing you in the movies, like even though something like the art of making movies with Alfred Hitchcock wouldn't necessarily be... Uh, something that would would be in the parks anymore. I I feel like I feel like Alfred Hitchcock probably has more relevance today than Shrek. Well, the thing with Shrek too is like what you said because you can watch it on the DVD, but also, um, you know, we went through that phase where you could see a 3D movie at any local movie theater for that hot second, and now people have 3D TVs at their house. Maybe still, I don't know if that's still a thing, but you know, so it, it's one of those things where i feel like it got dated really quick i mean i don't hate this attraction as much as you do but i do think that it's just it's it's boring because it's it's it makes it unoriginal because it's something you can already watch so it's like i'll shake your chair back and forth if you want but i feel like something like you said like alfred hitchcock having like a prolific director kind of talk about the makings of movies and what it is and maybe a fun way i think i think that I, I mean, I took an Alfred Hitchcock class in school, so I, I still think like there's more there's more weight yeah. to his attraction, more relevance. 
That's how I feel. So yes, uh, leave it to leave it to two film movie nerds to end right, up yeah. saying that this is we, a worse with, change with no kids too. We should say <laughs> exactly. Yeah, this is it, it's something that definitely just comes down to our taste. The fact that we love movies, we love making, love the idea of making movies, the art of making movies. So of course we were gonna put this on the worst list but you know what if uh, people out there who experienced it and said no shrek was a much better replacement i also i respect your opinion on it so we're all allowed to have different ones uh, i know our next our next uh worst change is something that i hope i i know there's at least one person out there who messaged me once and told me that they're they're child has disdain every time i talk badly about race new york starring jimmy fallon but i don't see how anyone their kid there. loves it yeah. yeah how weird okay I, I mean everybody loves what they love but i, I know i know but uh, <laughs> i think it's undeniable to say that race new york starring jimmy fallon is one of the worst changes made to to the general area, the buildings that once housed uh, Twister ride it out, but before even that, the Ghostbusters spooktacular. Mm. So, I, and you know what? If it was Twister still sitting here right now, I'm, I'm assuming that we would still have this on one of the worst changes ever made, making Go- Ghostbusters spooktacular uh, leave in in honor of Twister ride it out. But really, it did take fast and. Uh, sorry, not Fast and Furious. It took Race Through New York starring Jimmy Fallon to come in to realize that maybe Twister wasn't as bad as we all thought it was. No, I, I mean, I remember being on Twister when I was a kid when it was like, I don't know what year it came out, but it was a big it was a big deal. I remember my mom saw it in the theater. I remember we came to Universal Studios and like, you know, it had that cool queue where you walk through the ripped up house and then you're going in there and you're standing and you're watching. Like my brother even got a souvenir after we were out of the shop. He got you could buy the cup with the handle where you press the button yeah. and it makes the whirlpool in it. And we had that for years, years. <laughs> and um, so, you know, it, that clearly did have an impact. But I also loved ghostbusters growing up and i mean i still love ghostbusters but i i i remember sitting in i remember the pre-show for ghostbusters and they had people like holding slime and stuff like that and then i remember being in the theater and when they like zap state puff and he like explodes i remember thinking there were like i real ghosts and like state puff really exploded you know and stuff like that and you know i have rewatched the video on youtube and i i where i do think that ghostbusters because it was still about the making of the movies, I feel like had it been like just a straight up some sort of like show and it was the Ghostbusters, I think maybe it wouldn't have been, maybe it still would have been replaced, but it, it, either way, there's no denying Jimmy Fallon is worse than the two things that were in there yeah. before this. Yeah, G- Ghostbusters still would have been replaced, but I think it definitely, like right now, when, you know, when we are in this age where we all have this great nostalgia for Ghostbusters, if you're going to tell me that, like, if a stage show that was super well done, like using the effects that they're promising and stuff like Born Stuntacular, but use it with Ghostbusters, use practical effects with real actors and bring it all in together to make a state of the art mm-hmm. Ghostbusters show nowadays, if you think people wouldn't lose their minds over that, then that's. Yeah. I, I oh, don't, yeah. I don't know who you are. I think, you know what? Even it, rotate the cast out. Do it once where you once where you do it with the men and then do it another one where you, you pay tribute to 
to the female reboot of the Ghostbusters. Or, you know what? Just break down walls and, and have them come together and and just the animated one throw them all in there exactly thank you it can be anything yeah that's what i was trying to get at there like it it could be something spectacular extreme ghostbusters that i'd like to see yes yes there's it's just there's we want more ghostbusters we just want Mm -hmm. more ghostbusters and i I think i think that's been known so uh, we just have to see what happens with that but i'll say with twister write it out Twister dot 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 ride it out. I was rewatching the footage that I have from this attraction because, you know, that's mainly what I've been doing in isolation. When we're not recording shows, I'm sitting around going through my hard drives and looking like I I have always worked very, very hard at my at my job. And it's one of those things where I wish there'd be more hours in the day. But there are like some there are some blips where i can say like was i sick at that point in time because i can like i'll find a folder that will then have like 10 videos in there that i never put up like especially but you finished them i know stuff i didn't even finish like that i didn't even bother editing and one of them was our the video of twister and you and i we did this together we went like three times in a row yeah i remember that we just looped it and so i have I have great 4K footage from inside three different shows from different angles, like one's close-up cam, one's just wide, and one's kind of moving all around. I have all the pre-shows. I have, like, it's... I, I'm i going to end up putting it together into a nice, like, little tribute to Twister and stuff, but it's, like, it's one of those ones, I'm like, why didn't I put this up immediately? Because we put I all know that why. work into it. What? I, I looked up the date for when it closed, and I know why. When when was it? It was the end of 2015. Mm-hmm. So we we got a, a lot changed at that time. So we yes. we had a, we had a, a a a boatload of work to do. Yes. from from toward the end of the year. It says November 5th, actually. So you are absolutely correct in that. You are yeah. right right on the nose, Rhino. So yes, uh, that is that's. I guess that's why I never did it. But like, I can't believe that was 2015 though. That's crazy to me. I thought it was. I thought it closed like closer to now than that no. that's insane i mean time's just the older we get time's blurring all together but it's terrifying <laughs> i was when i was rewatching that the the pre-shows were still horrible like, i'm bill paxton and all that like that is still a twister is coming i like these blue jeans scientists go tornadoes the finger of god <laughs> like all oh, the i see i don't i can't even remember all of the bad sayings from it but the show scene with the tornado and the drive-in and all that like that's still it was it's pretty cool it was pretty yeah. cool so and then the when the, the drop at the end the little like little yeah. boop like it always scares you it's yeah. fun it's fun when you're in there with no one who knows it's gonna happen yep but race through new york starring jimmy fallon besides the queue which even then I can't even say much anymore. It was like, it was one of those novelty things. Like I feel like when people tell us to like stop talking about the same subject over and over again, like on our Walt Disney world stuff, like I feel like that's <laughs> yeah. how it is with the queue for luck. Jimmy Fallon. It's like, well, the queue's good, but that's all you can say about it. Yeah. Can't say anything else. Garbage. Yeah. I like the building. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, clearly, a worse change that was made. Go- losing Ghostbusters spooktacular for Twister, but losing Twister for Jimmy Fallon. Just it's like, 
The uh, knife just keeps getting deeper and deeper. Yep. <laughs> uh, I, I will honestly say that this next one is something that is undoubtedly in the worst changes, and that is Fast and Furious Supercharged uh, losing Disaster, which, you know, was the updated version of Earthquake. But ultimately, yeah, that that entire experience, losing that to get Fast and Furious Supercharged. And uh, what, you know... I I still enjoy Fast and Furious Supercharged on the level that I really do like the Fast and Furious movies and not that they're not good movies. There's not a single good one, but like when I was right at the beginning of all this when I was rewatching Hobbs and Shaw, like I'm like it's just sometimes it's fun to have really stupid movies. That, no, that, that's fine. They're your popcorn movies, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and they are some of the best popcorn movies you can find that are just. I'm, Craig, if this quarantine lasts much longer, I'm gonna watch them all. Finally, I decided. I decided after like it was some clip that maybe it was the trailer for the new one or something and whatever. Oh, oh you know what? I was watching Star Trek Beyond and I forgot that Idris Elba is the bad guy in that. And so then I was thinking about Hobbs and Shaw, and then I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna watch them all. I've seen I've seen three of them, but I, I, I just for me, what I think of when I'm in that attraction, having only seen those three, I would think to myself, if I was a big fan of this, I would think that this is not a good representation of the movies. And that's yeah, we we've talked about it at length on on shows before. It really does just come down to that. I think I think it's almost a better it's a better version than the original version of this attraction on the studio tram tour, but it's still just, it misses the mark entirely. It takes everything out of fast and furious. That's exciting. The, the fast pace, the, you know, actually speed from the cars, big explosions and stuff. And it's just like, Oh, screen, look at the screen. And, you know, at least other screen based attractions like Spider-Man transformers, they they add in effects to truly bring it all together. This just doesn't. You know, and it, I think maybe if it had been something like Spider-Man or Transformer, if they had even been like, okay, well, we're literally just going to make Transformers again, but with it's going to be it's going to be Fast and Furious. Yeah. I think it would have been better because you would have had that feeling of that rush and the whatever. Yeah. When I think of this attraction, I think of a bus ride. <laughs> yeah, and that's what it is. And you know, this one, this one, I know it could probably go. 50 50 for some people out there yeah fast and furious is bad but you know disaster wasn't wasn't that great right towards the end there so it still had its funny moments like with christopher walken yeah i i still love the actual subway scene which you know is the closest representation we get to original earthquake in that spot so i feel like it still had elements that made it fun and exciting and worth doing uh but really like with with the earthquake portion, the subway portion, like we still have that on the tram tour in Hollywood. And it's like that part holds up even in that tram tour. Like if they, if they remove that part from the tram tour, that would be a complete shame because I mean, they're going to have to refilm the bones part of it eventually. (laughs) Yeah. Well, (laughs) they need to do that. But in general, like that entire, that entire scene still really works. So when, when it comes down to this decision, like to include it on the worst changes made, I really look at it from like, Fast and Furious, is anything in this attraction better than that two minutes in the subway? 
with where everything no, yeah. just starts going haywire and no i no, don't no. i don't think it is i i'm not saying that the entire attraction was worthy of that massive space that it took up no. solely because of that like if anything i would have liked to see like a a small version of that attraction just the subway portion and then also utilize that space for like a year round hhn house something like that and instead we we just got fast and furious supercharged so kind of messed up I agree. I I know you agree. So the next one we are going to talk about, which is one that I know you will definitely be passionate about, something that I can't be as passionate about, unfortunately, because I didn't see the original. But that is the fact that we now have Blue Man Group in the space of what was the former Nickelodeon Studios. Yeah, and this is definitely one of those experiences that did stick with me as well. Like when I was a kid, I remember waiting outside. I remember the the slime, uh, the fountain. Uh, mm-hmm. I forgot what it was called, but um, that geyser would go off all, every so often, and you'd be like, "Oh my gosh, this is so cool!" Like I I see this on TV when I'm back home, and then you go into the the thing, and I I they get you to like taste the 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 edible gack or slime or whatever it was. And then you got to film like a TV show. And I used to think like, Oh, this is going to be on TV. Little did I know. I don't think it actually ever was, but you know, it was still one of those things where I thought it was the coolest thing ever because Nickelodeon, especially in the nineties had that very, you know, had iconography was its thing. You know, you could identify something from Nickelodeon at a distance in a toy store. You know, it was neon green and orange and all these bright colors and, you know, and it was all about slime and gack and, 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 and hijinks and shows and stuff. And so it, I thought, I still think about like some of my strongest universal memories are like ET, Nickelodeon, Back to the Future and, um, that actually might be, I, you know, I remember the yeah. mummy when it opened too, because they had all the props from the movie there. But yeah, I and I look at it as, you know, obviously Nickelodeon had changed a lot from its its heyday in the the early to mid nineties and even late eighties. Throw it in there. Uh, it, it if that would not have changed at any point, it would have become seriously dated, uh, very very dated very quickly. So it had to change. I think my issue with it is taking that entire area and and kind of locking it into the Blue Man Group and really sticking mm. hard with Blue Man Group now because you know it's a Blue Man Group entertains plenty of people and a, I won't say like a hugely popular show but it, it clearly warrants it still being in that space but there have been rumors for years and years and years about this place ultimately changing out and and being getting rid of blue man group and like for the longest time there was the rumor about like oh we're gonna do a show uh we're gonna do a presentation of wicked in this space stop have that (laughs) (laughs) no no uh but you know they they kind of they wanted to transition that idea from okay going from blue man group to let's put another another basic like uh what's popular right now and have it stay in this place. And I get, I get like a cruise ship show. Yeah. And I get the, I I think they wanted to go as close to, you know, take, take it and really make it what it is and try to bring it as close to like the Broadway experience, but in universal. And I think that's a great idea, but like part of me also says now in this day and age, like if that, if they wouldn't have, if they 
weren't going to keep Blue Man Group or go that route, like how perfect would it be if they took this area that's still iconic? Like you still look at it and you see the old Nickelodeon studios. What if they took that and updated it and made that like the home of like an illumination studios? Mm. And because literally the side entrance to the park puts you right in at Despicable Me Minion Mayhem. And you could easily start including more illumination entertainment stuff right around that. that it could area. be a great preview center or like like you said, like I th- you know, in the lower lot in Hollywood outside of Transformers, mm-hmm. like on the left they had that like film vault thing. Yeah. I don't know what you know, and you the DeLorean was in there and stuff. Like it could be a cool thing where you could see the maquettes from Illumination. They could do a whole tour, you know, all that sort of stuff. That would be interesting. Yeah. That's like it's to me, if they could, if they would have been Nickelodeon Studios and they could have transitioned and like, oh, okay, now, now we're going to make this the home of Illumination Studios. Yeah, they don't need to do any actual animation there, but just an area that that can highlight more of Illumination and you know, shove the minions down our throats more, get the pets out there, do whatever. Like, it to me, that's that's something that would be cool in that space now. But uh, it, yeah, it had to. Nickelodeon Studios had to change eventually. I think I think just the fact that it changed at all is it was a bad thing. But the fact that it went to something like Blue Man Group that I'm just not interested in, I will never be interested in. Like that's that's what I just it's making the knife go deeper in there. And I think the ultimate knife goes deeper moment in this is going to be for our last worst change at Universal Studios Florida and. This is one that I would have, I personally would have put maybe in the rest, like the, the rest of the changes that happened. But, uh, I, I am very familiar with the video portion of this attraction. So I know what it was and how interesting it was. I know Rhino's passion for it. And that is, uh, now we have the Simpsons ride, but before we had back mm-hmm. to the future, the ride and. Ultimately, I think this would go into the worst change category. Not that there's anything wrong with the Simpsons ride. Very entertaining. However, it's also it utilizes the 3D Simpsons world. And I think that's where it kind of ends up for me. Like the queue is so amazing for the Simpsons watching the clips. Once you get into the pre-show, absolutely hilarious. The storyline of the ride is actually perfect, but it's something the projection has never looked good. The 3D style of The Simpsons just does not look good either. And something about how it's animated, the projections, the characters, everything about it just makes people wildly sick. Yeah, so, even even people with the uh, stomachs of steel, I've seen get nauseous on there. So yeah, I, I my thing is, I, anytime it's a projection show like that, the one exception that I I enjoy is like Spider Man. Um, but Spider Man's different. Again, it's like you're on ground, you're moving, you're contri- there's something about the physicality of it. Whereas The Simpsons, you're literally in that dome. Mm-hmm. So when it's a it's a setting like that, for me, Back to the Future was always better because it was like, oh, this is real. Like my brain can connect to it because I see like. You know, I see a dinosaur, I see Hill Valley, I see this. And so there was some, but when you see the Simpsons, you know, it's all, it's all a fake thing. So my brain is just immediately can't even fall into it. And I don't, I, you know, it, this is a tough one because I definitely think Springfield USA is, is, um, a great addition to the park, you know? And like you said, I like, I like the Simpsons too. And so, but I definitely think the actual, 
actual attraction attraction, I think I like Back to the Future better. And also, again, it comes down to that kind of a legacy thing. It's a legacy it's a yeah. legacy movie that I feel like is still to this. I mean, I watched Back to the Future one last Friday. Uh, they have been playing Back to the Future like nonstop on Freeform and other channels uh, right now for the past couple weeks. Like I, it's it shocks me that every other night I'm finding Back to the Future on TV. So that I think right there is a perfect example of how it. It has staying power. We all know it has staying power. And I agree with what you said about Springfield, USA. It is one of the best themed areas in Universal Studios, Florida. For me, it's one of the best themed areas in any theme parks. However, just because the area is themed perfectly doesn't mean that the ride, that the centerpiece ride lives up to the rest of the area. And I would... You know, I I still love the attraction and I will appreciate it as long as we have it. I will still go on it, even if it's by myself, because no one else wants to ride it with me. But I'm also I I, I'm a realist with it. It's not it's just not. You know, what would be cool is if like someday that ride goes away, but they replace it with a different Simpsons ride, which I, I doubt would happen at this point in the history of the Simpsons. But I if it was like a Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway, yeah, where it was like that physical. So we were in their world, sort of a thing, moving through their world. I thought that would that would be really cool. Yeah, because imagine you the car, your car could be their car, and then you could literally be like it could end in that same way how the cartoon show ends, like you're going right up into the house, like through the doors and whatever, and then like the couch is right there. You know, yep. that'd be cool. I, I think it would be cool, and that's. Exactly why I ultimately, for me, I would consider this a a worse change. And that was with me never experienced Back to the Future, but kind of like Shrek say for me saying, oh, Shrek, I don't I don't need to do Shrek because it's a DVD special feature. Like it's I think even back to the first trilogy DVD release of Back to the Future, they included the ride through of Back to the Future, the ride on that. And I know it's definitely on the Blu-ray release. So it's like I've been able to experience the attraction, not in its its right way, but I was able to see how cool it was and how how well it fit into Back to the Future and that that entire series. And so, yeah, it's like it worked for Back to the Future. It was a great way to bring that story to life, but I don't think it was the best way to bring The Simpsons to life. It was great mm-hmm. until then they built this beautiful world of the simpsons all around the attraction but yeah it's that's why it has to for me it has to end up being one of the the worst changes and that that's it for our changes uh for the worst ones there are still more changes that happened at universal studios florida what what about i love lucy um see that that's gonna be in the rest i'll say that's gonna be in the rest because (laughs) <laughs> it's uh, I, it's kind of a toss up, but we'll we'll get to that when we get to the rest because I'm sure there's other ones you're scratching your head about. Like you didn't talk about the Wild Wild West stunt show, you didn't talk about Terminator Two, uh, and well, we don't know Terminator yet. We don't know. And we, we don't, don't know. know, but that's why I'm including it on the rest. And even then, like there's another big one when we talked about Fast and Furious in this episode, we talked about. A worse change being earthquake and disaster, but we didn't mention anything about Beetlejuice. 
We definitely did not mention it. Oh uh, no, we should have. It's just so, it's it it's in the graveyard where it belongs. <laughs> what it's it's in the rest. It's in the rest, and we'll get to the rest when the next time that we do this. So I don't know if it'll be the very next episode released or one shortly after, but uh, it will be in the rest. But that is the worst changes made to attractions over the years at Universal Studios Florida. Obviously, we want to know what you had to think about these. Uh, which ones of these changes you would have actually put on the best, or you would have put in the rest? We want to know, so you can do that by leaving uh, all your notes in the comments down below so we can read them and get an idea of what you're thinking. And who knows, maybe after this entire saga is done, we'll come back and and we'll say what all of you thought in terms of your choices for what were the best changes and what were the worst. And heck, heck maybe even the ones that we missed along the lines there. So, But that's going to do it for this episode for right now. Uh, We'll be back with you next week for another episode. But until then, if you need any extra information, of course, you can always go to disunplugged.com, home of our show notes page for this show and all the others on the Disunplugged podcast network. And you can find links to our social media there as well as uh, anything else that you might possibly need and of course if you want to leave us questions to answer on an upcoming episode of course you can always leave those in the comments on youtube or you can reach out to rhino or myself directly rhino what's what's your twitter handle that people can leave you comments on it's rhino r-y-n-o-1-1-8-5 yeah and i am teleclaster t-e-l-e-c-l-a-s-h-t-e-r on twitter so uh, definitely send us questions that way i know we have the dis universal one there but as we are are slowly uh trying to compartmentalize our content that we're we're building and focusing on right now i have not been paying attention to that instead uh we've been focusing more on uh anything we post about universal we kind of focus that on the dis official uh twitter handle so and that gets way too many replies and stuff to go look at comments in there so uh yeah def- just send it directly to rhino and us and we that way we can write it down in there so uh if you watch this on youtube go ahead and subscribe to us hit that bell button so you get notified when we have new videos and leave us comments like i've already said and hit that thumbs up and if you're listening to this on apple music uh, stitcher spotify or google play go ahead and subscribe to us there and uh and leave us ratings and reviews when possible so thank you rhino for uh, participating in this episode you're welcome and thank you to everyone out there once again for listening and watching so we hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you again next week for another episode of the dis unplugged universal edition but until then remember we still haven't changed the name (laughs) 